Hello exam seekers, I'm Patty and today I've got some new content for you. Today the topic is how to prepare your handouts. There's been a while since I posted anything about the CELTA course. I've talked about the assignment 1, focus on the learner, assignment 2, language related task, assignment 3, language skills related task, and assignment 4, lessons from the classroom. Today, I'm going to talk about another topic that is very relevant for the CELTA course, which is handouts. First things first, what are handouts? According to Cambridge Dictionary, handout is a document given to students or reporters that contains information about a particular subject. In our case, as teachers, handouts are documents, uh, sheets of paper, containing class subjects, class content, like task activities or the class content itself, what we've taught them. So, why am I talking about handouts? Because there are many CELTs who don't really know how to prepare a proper handout. And when it comes to delivering their lesson, they usually lose points for the handouts. So, how should you prepare and how shouldn't you prepare your handout? If you go to the blog exam-seekers.com, you will see the sample, but I'm going to explain it to you here, okay? So, there is the heading, which is written grammar lesson, there is a dash, adapted from cutting edge, dash, the date. Below this first line, there is a second line written in small letters, second conditional. Below the second conditional, there is activity one, which is complete these options with the correct forms of the verbs in the brackets. Then you have A, B, C, D, and E with a text and like a fill in the gap um, activity. And below that there is activity two. How socially responsible are you? In pairs, discuss these sentences. Would you A, B, C, D, and E? What would you do if you A, B, C, D, and E? This is the task and it's in half of an A2 paper and it's copied. So you have one copy and then another copy right next to it. They both fit in one A2 paper, but I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. As you could visualize, if you go to the blog, you will really visualize, uh, it is clean and clear. Moreover, students will be able to know when they used this handout and from which lesson it was taken. There are some details that I'm going to go over, so play, pay close attention and you will be able to prepare your own handout similar to mine. So the first thing that I'm going to mention is the size of the paper, as I've told you. This is actually one A4 sheet of paper divided into two. It seems small, right? Well, when you are planning a CELTA lesson, your lessons should take no longer than 50 minutes, which means that you have to use your time 
to give your students a warm-up and or a leading present the grammar topic if it is a grammar lesson give them practice and production tasks therefore there shouldn't be many things in your handout as i mentioned i took this exercise from the book cutting edge i got these two exercises from the book and i adapted them to one practice task and one production task my students need, didn't need the warm-up leading and presentation in the handout so i put only the tasks which they had to write something or they needed a guide to follow in a conversation therefore i have half of an a4 sheet of paper with content for my students to use there are other lessons that require more than half of an a4 sheet of paper however if you are preparing a lesson like the one that i've just mentioned half paper is fine some people use the whole a4 paper to have their tasks but it's not necessary especially if it leads to extra blank areas on the paper you're wasting paper don't do that <laughs> If your exercises seem to fit in half of an A4 sheet of paper, use half of the A4 sheet or make it smaller so that it fits well. Unless, of course, you have students who have difficulty in reading and writing on small sheets of paper, then you should provide a bigger, larger version for those students. Other than that, this size of paper is more than enough. The second thing that it's good to mention is the size and type of the letters. How small should I make my handout? I usually use a regular font size from 11 to 12, depending on the title or subtitle I use, of course. Well, as in my example, I put grammar lesson in the font style Agent Orange. 16 is the size. So, it's not uh, Times New Roman or Arial, it's a different type of letter, it's, they, it's a little big with um, a white middle, it's different. Then I put Adapted from Cutting Edge in Calibri 12 PT, what is PT? It's the size of the letter. Next to it, the date, Calibri 13. Uh, second conditional, I put Calibri 9 PT. Then the first task, one, complete these options, I put in Calibri 14. And the tasks A, B, C, D, I put in Calibri 11. As you could hear, I used Calibri in most of my tasks, which is a good phone to read in size 11. Students can read and there is still plenty of space to write. Meanwhile, the description of the exercise is a bit larger, 13 to 14, to differentiate from the tasks themselves. Of course, you can use other types of letters. It's up to you, but make it a letter that is good to read and it doesn't seem very big on the piece of paper, I guess. Now, let's analyze part by part of the heading. To call people's attention, I made it a little different from everything else. So, grammar lesson. 
I think it is nice to let the students know what type of lesson they are having. A listening lesson, a reading lesson, a grammar lesson, etc. Moreover, it's clear for you and for your tutor. You can keep that in mind, right? I also put it in a different from type, as I mentioned. I put in Agent Orange. I like this type of letter. I did that to call everyone's attention and make it different. Second conditional. This was a grammar lesson, but what was the subject? Again, I make sure to put this on my handout so that the students know what they are studying. Sometimes the students do not know or they just forget along the way. Also, when they look for this handout in the future, they will be able to identify it quickly. Adapted from cutting edge. Important aspect of the lesson. You must always write where you took the exercise from. If you did it yourself or if you took it from your creativeness, <laughs> then write your name. Um, date. I also find it interesting that the students have the date on their pieces of paper. If you don't put it there, it is most likely that they won't put it either. It's a way to making them organize your handouts and the students. So this was my heading. I provided another sample uh, in the blog. Make sure you check it out. I will leave the link here in the description for you to take a look and be able to compare my first sample to the second sample. This second sample, you will see that I again put two handouts in one A4 sheet. That means that it's totally possible to fit two tasks in one sheet of paper. <laughs> well, this was a kid's lesson based on a video, different from the other sample, which was a grammar lesson for adults. Even though they are completely different lessons and tasks, you can find the same aspects. I specified it was a video lesson with the name of the video watched. I put my name signing the activity, I put the date and the different font size. Since it was a class for young learners, I wrote all the letters in capitals. Well, the third aspect is reference. Where did you take your material from? Did you do it by yourself or did you take and adapt it from a course book? Did you take the pictures from the internet or did somebody make them for you? An important aspect of your handouts is telling where the material used, pictures and content, was taken from. As I did in my previous samples when I put adapted from cutting edge or I wrote my name in the activity. For the kids' video handout, the food vocabulary, I didn't feel the need to write where I took each picture from, but I would advise you guys to do that, okay? Well, they were all taken from Google Images. However, if you are using a bigger image, uh, actually, if the image is the activity, I advise you to write where you took the image from in a way that you provide the reference. But make it 
in a way that it's not so big the reference it's not so highlighted it's there in a small place just so that you gave the proper reference okay i'll leave in the description another sample well the suggestions i described are great pieces of advice that i used for my own handouts i used in the south course and i use nowadays whenever i prepare lessons if you follow these steps you won't have problems when preparing your handouts was it all clear well i hope it helps you all prepare better handouts and earn some points in your celta course but keep in mind uh, these models are not only good for your celta lesson but for all of your lessons as i mentioned I use them for my CELTA course, but I use them now for every lesson I prepare. This is for life, you know? Well, I hope that this content was useful for you, but make sure you go to the blog and check up the text with the samples. Okie dokie. If you have any questions, go to the blog exam-seekers.com or examseekers.wordpress.com and leave a comment in the description so that I can help you, okay? You can also go to the instagram.com slash examseekers and leave me uh, and drop me a DM, a direct message, and I'll be able to help you as well, okay? Well, that's it for today. Please share this episode with the others. It will be soon on YouTube, so make sure you check it out. YouTube.com slash C slash exam seekers. And see you next time. Bye bye.